Welcome to another edition of the Guns and Radio Podcast. This is episode number 57. As always, each and every single Monday, wherever you get your great podcasts. My name is Chris Caputo. And I am Dustin Bones. And man, we've really got a good show today. We're going to review Needles by Izzy Stradlin. Oh yeah. Uh, we've been bitching for weeks about how we don't ever get anything from Guns and Roses. Well, they finally gave us a little something. Mm-hmm. A little taste of something, and we're gonna yeah. talk about that here in mm-hmm. just a little bit. And uh, yeah, we got a pretty good show for you tonight. Those two bits. So. Hell yeah! Another great week here at good old Guns and Radio. Guns and Radio. Oh, I got Guns and Roses, man. Y'all, man. I was going to see them uh, in, in, in Chicago next year when all this fake virus is done and everything. Man, I hope they play Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> Y'all think they'll play Paradise City? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we used to do that when we would stand in line. <laughs> me, me and Rick would go to people. Man, oh man, I hope they play Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but we've got a, a good week for you coming up. But before we get into the show, we're gonna blow the whistle. And ride the sh- shout-out train. Oh, great. We got a few shout-outs this week, actually. Um, over on Twitter, I wanted to shout-out to uh, our friends there, at GNR Truth, giving you the best and latest in uh, news related to Guns N' Roses and everyone in the band there. Shout-out to them. Shout-out to our 200th Instagram follower. I promised we'd shout them out. Um, oh. Thank you for getting to that bonus show goal of 200 Instagram followers. Shout-out to at Des Rivas. Give her a follow, because she's awesome. And she's our 200 followers, so can't complain. Welcome, Mrs. Number 200. That's the second fan to be honored for a number on the show. A fan, listener, friend, whatever. I hate to use the word fan, but we're fans. But uh, the, 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 the second one, the first one was the first person that came in our Discord when we launched it. And mm-hmm. they got a special color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the second was, uh, yeah, there you go. So thank you for joining the party. Yeah. We certainly appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bonus show goals, are you done with your shout outs? Um, yeah, we want to, yeah, let's get through with the bonus show goals. So we've hit another one. The, uh, so we've hit over 20,000 plays across all our episodes. So. Yes, kudos, kudos, claps to you. Thank you guys for listening to our shit. Um, <laughs> Only people watching, if I include this bit in our videos, can understand why my clapping looks so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we've hit 20,000 uh, total plays across all our shows. Uh, so you're going to get a bonus show. This one's going to be a special one. So as this airs, um, when this drops, you're going to be a poll on our Twitter page, at Guns and Radio Pod. We're going to do something a little different, though. For this bonus show, it's not going to be uh, another song we're going to pull out of the, the reel. We're actually going to do a first ever concert watch along with uh, us, truly, you know, me and Dustin here, and you guys. We're going to watch along a GNR concert. Um, there's going to be options for a GNR concert. There's going to be a slash one there too. 
Um, yeah, maybe you get a, a bow revolver, a snake pit one in there too. Oh, but, blow. Yeah, if well, if they have a good enough uh, recording of a show or something, I can find definitely. Um, but yeah, we're gonna do a concert watch along. The, the poll is gonna be live on our Twitter at Guns and Radio Pod, so check it out and uh, vote to see which concert you want to watch along with us, and uh, we'll throw our you know, mystery science theater three thousand type commentary over <laughs> uh, over a GNR show or any other any show that's on the poll there. So check it out there on our Twitter because that's gonna be the very first bonus show of season two. That's right, because we promised you guys ghost when you did our last uh, uh, bonus show goal a couple of weeks ago and you got us up to to our Instagram followers and so that episode is going to be coming to you this Wednesday one on last September. bonus show yeah, yeah. one, last one bonus more bonus show, show for before uh, season, season one uh, well before we get off the shout out train I do want to make one myself uh, this past, uh, actually today, at the time of this taping, I uh, I was having some trouble coming up with a uh, coming up with a picture for uh, this episode for the cover art for Needles, and so uh, over on Facebook on the Izzy Stradlin Fan Appreciation Group, I reached out to them and uh, I posted and I said, you know, hey, you guys, send me your pictures, your Izzy pictures that you guys have, and. Uh, yeah, send as many as you want, and I'll pick the one I like the most, and we will use it. And so I want to give a shout-out to Jana Fisher, because she had a really good one that I almost picked. I almost picked, and I will probably save it and use it for something else in the future. <clears throat> but ultimately, I chose uh, Roxana Fernandez for the cover of the show today. And if you've never heard the song Needles, you'll see why Izzy on the motorcycle was the way to go. Yeah, and ironically, it's not about the needles he stuck in his arms. I know, right? I'm glad I didn't go that route and preemptively create the cover. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a, I don't know, but it's a mixed reception. I think if we went that would've, route, <laughs> would have been, yeah, it would have pissed some people off. Uh, but no, uh, man, I got to tell you, I got a problem. Do you ever forget things? Uh, there's times. I mean, we're not perfect. Yeah, I had a senior moment this week. I was cleaning my house, uh, which I I don't like to do any fucking way. So the fact Mm -hmm. that I was cleaning my house, uh, that's a problem in itself because it's not something I want to be doing. And uh, I finally, you know how your toilet will get the shit ring after a while? I call it the shit ring, but I think it's the couch here. Yeah, it's kind of like a thing, you know. That's that's when it's time to, you know, wash wash the fucking bowl. So I'm scrubbing the fuck out of the bowl with the brush, which I hate doing. Because then my follow-up move is to go uh, put it in the uh, in the bathtub and run oh. the water and some soap on it to kind of try to clean it afterward before I put it back in the holster. So I get the bowl good and clean. I get over there. I get the thing washed. And then I got to wash my fucking bathtub after that. And uh, so I'm washing my bathtub and everything, getting it all clean. And I get it all done. And then I, I go and I, I put the brush away. And I open the closet because there was something I needed out of it. And I had bought that scrub-free shit for that mm-hmm. like three days ago. And then I put it in the closet and forgot about it. So 
all of that was completely unnecessary. And I wanted to tell a story about something that pissed me off at the beginning of the show. <clears throat> that's it. That's the whole story. <laughs> Where's the punchline? <laughs> damn it! <laughs> no, there is no punchline. I bought. I bought the. I bought the scrub free shit to squirt in the toilet, so I wouldn't have to do all that. Like clean the brush, then clean the bathtub because maybe I didn't have to clean the bathtub, mm-hmm. but I would have known. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Deep down. So, yeah. <laughs> then I would have been having to scrub my feet when I get in the, you know, the toilet, extra, extra scrub. Like I'd have to scrub my foot and set it outside the tub mm-hmm. when I'm in the shower and then scrub the other foot and then stand all awkwardly. <clears throat> but no, I had a senior moment and it pissed me off and I just wanted to share a story about something that pissed me off. <laughs> has nothing to do with guns and roses has nothing to do with the podcast, but, uh, rarely does my stories these days in this era of the podcast. <laughs> I've told all my GNR stories at this point. So, with that, uh, how was your week? Uh, nothing crazy. It's always been like the same old. Like my life isn't like that crazy as people would like think. I mean, I I do this podcast and like that's about it. <laughs> nothing crazy happened in Canada. No, surprisingly not. No one's you know uh, going crazy over here. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that shit don't happen in Canada. Has there ever been a riot in Canada? Um, it's usually like over hockey. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Last, oh, I forgot. Yeah. That's it. That is the. That's why you know what it's like. That movie, The Purge. That's why mm. Canadians are always so nice and polite because then hockey comes along. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. they fuck each other up. <laughs> the last one I remember that happened here in Canada, I believe, was oh god, it was like years ago. Probably like, it was like ten years ago, maybe. Like when I think it was Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver Canucks were in the Stanley Cup Finals, and then they lost in like I think it was like six or seven games, and like the whole city of Vancouver just fucking rioted. Because <laughs> fuck Boston. I don't think I remember that. Now that you say that, I think. Oh yeah, and there were Canadian riots over Guns and Roses too. Two of them. Yeah. One also happened in Vancouver. <laughs> fucking West Coast junkies always fucking riding over something. So stay the fuck away from Vancouver if I come to Canada. Yeah, I mean, like, it Duly only noted. rains and, like, you'll probably either get a heroin addiction or AIDS, so. <laughs> so it's the L.A. of Canada. Uh, kind of. It's like a Seattle and an L.A. Ah, so it's like you take all the worst of Seattle and L.A., mix them together, throw a sprinkle in a few polite Canadians, and then boom, you yeah. got Vancouver. And then there's like a, like a small island to the side of it, too. So Yeah, That's but at neat. least it's Canada, so everybody's polite, and they'll share their needles with you. <laughs> Even though they shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings me to the name of the song today. <laughs> It all comes full circle somehow. <laughs> One way or another. 
buddy, this is 2020. If you have a smartphone, you're fucking being tracked 24-7. There's a VPN that I've been using for quite some time now, the Unlocator VPN service. It'll encrypt your connection, avoids any tracking from any other people, but best of all, I use it to uh, access some of the stuff that's not available for me on, like, Tubi TV. I can get the American version of Tubi TV, any Netflix, any sort of streaming service that's blocked where you want to access a different uh, country's Netflix or whatever, you know, you can do that with on locator. Hit the link in the description below. Welcome back to the show. And uh, it has occurred to me that uh, we did not do our greatest moment yet. What episode does this come from? Episode six. Yeah, this is what the the, the, the faces of the faces of Robin Fink. Oh, this is... <laughs> yeah, the uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the number twelve greatest moment of Guns and Radio season one. Man, Robin looks so weird. I'm glad. Yeah, there's like this human now. And then he looked like Jesus in 2006. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Did you have like a, a fucking hair transplant? Went from Marilyn Manson to Jesus. Yeah, holy shit. Like Hollywood Jesus. <laughs> Hollywood Jesus. Is that like Hollywood <laughs> Hogan? <laughs> yeah, no, it was actually like a legit Hollywood Jesus. Like some dude who dressed up as Jesus somewhere in Hollywood. And he, I was going to say, if you read far enough into the Bible, Jesus actually has a heel turn. <laughs> and starts calling he was the third man <laughs> Hollywood Jesus and starts wearing sunshades yeah I don't know and man he comes out to Zodiac as his entrance music I gave up on that book a little too soon I should, I should have kept on reading it sounds like <laughs> oh god <laughs> well, this episode's getting demonetized <laughs> Hey guys, this is Dustin. In editing this episode of the podcast, while we were getting this segment together, I did find one other clip that I had completely forgot about. So this is technically not included in the greatest moments of all time countdown, but I'm going to stick it in here as an honorable mention. Listen, man, at the time of this recording for the last two, like you said, about two days, my phone has been blowing the fuck up <laughs> with people asking me what the fuck happened in Wichita with a certain Guns N' Roses fan who used to be one of my best friends. And now uh, I don't think people know that we don't that. I didn't make a big announcement, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't on the news when our friendship got broken off. Yeah. So, I guess people just don't know. And I'm not trying to trash the guy or nothing like that. But, then this shit happened. And everybody's asking me about it. And since it's on all of these reputable news websites, I feel like... We should also discuss what happened. And I've made a very strict rule not to say his name on this show. Just 
out of trying to salvage any kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Respect? That maybe or like eh, I guess so. I can't really think of any other word for it. I mean it's definitely not an ill willed thing, not mentioning his name with all of the stuff that's been going on. But obviously I'm talking about and this is the one and only time I'm talking about Rick and him getting banned uh, apparently for life as of the moment of this recording. Uh, which apparently so, yeah. Fucking good luck enforcing that. <laughs> Especially if you know him. <laughs> um and uh, everybody's been asking me what happened. So now I'm going to tell you all, in my own words, exactly what happened, okay? Let's hear it out. So listen up, people, and stop calling and texting me. Here is your answer. I don't fucking know. I wasn't even there. As <laughs> <laughs> simple as that. That is your fucking answer. Hey guys, do you want to get access to thousands of free bestsellers that you can listen to at any time from a huge and ever-growing catalog? Oh, what am I saying? Of course you do. Audible now includes podcasts, originals, and much, much more. They have a premium selection of bestsellers, and you can listen to thousands of titles from their ever-growing Audible Plus catalog. Whether you want to wind down, get motivated, or learn something new, you can listen across all of your devices with the audio app and never lose your place. So click the link in the description to get a 30-day free trial of Audible. Amazon Prime members will get two credits. Good for any premium selection of any title that you would like. Yours to keep even if you decide to cancel. They'll even send you a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. Also, the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals are yours to listen to all you want with no credits needed. So what have you got to lose? Click the link in the description now to get started with your free trial from audible.com. Yeah. Oh man, that's pretty funny. So uh, let's uh, let's watch not in this lifetime selects. Yeah, this one like literally dropped out of nowhere. I was like at at work on like a Friday night, and like I went to go check my phone, and it's like, oh, everyone's like talking about this like the 2016 not in this lifetime selects. I saw like some people were sharing clips. Uh, some of our Twitter friends were sharing some clips of whatever. I'm like, all right, 2016 when Axel was still pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This is from. Mexico City, one of those shows they played, I think, in between the Coachella shows. And yeah. uh, there's one also from Houston, which apparently, which is probably one of the, has been heralded by fans, one of the best shows on the Not in This Lifetime tour. Awesome. Well, at least they're listening this time and not yeah, giving us finally. Instead I was of on circle a circle jerking each other. <laughs> I'd watch that. It's, yeah. It's not <laughs> Team Brazil not anymore. Life. It's actually Team Bukaki. <laughs> Team Bukaki. Oh, there's our first T-shirt. Team Bukaki. That's it, brother. We'll get Rick Dunsford a new T-shirt that says, "I believe in Team Bukaki." <laughs> <laughs> that may piss him off when I say that. <laughs> You're funny, Team Bukaki for the win. 
Team Bukaki, they finally stopped jerking each other off for once to give us something. <laughs> Bukaki! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have to label this episode as explicit, even though I've never actually done that. Oh, who cares? We don't show tits in our podcast, so you can't, you can't hear you know. tits. <laughs> you can hear what? pictures, but not tits. Yeah, <laughs> you can't hear tits and dicks. Why the hell would I label my podcast explicit? Have you heard how kids these days talk? Yeah, they talk with half a brain. <laughs> The IQ just keeps lowering every year. I never tell you about the time I dated an 18-year-old for all of uh, 15 minutes. What the fuck? (laughs) What? I scored an 18-year-old, and uh, at first I thought it was too good to be true, so I made her show me her ID, (laughs) and then I'm holding it up to the light (laughs) and checking for imperfections and shit. And... uh, so I was like, okay, let's do this. So I took her out. No, we were, we got, uh, my intent was to take her home because I was excited. And, uh, uh, cause porn makes 18 year olds seem so fun to be around. Yeah. And I'll, it took about 15 minutes into that car ride of us just talking and chatting and stuff. And she got on my nerves so bad that I couldn't even like get horny. Yeah, dude, like, the generational disconnect would probably be, like, insane at that point. Yeah, so, uh, I ended up, she's like, where are we going? Oh, I'm just taking the long way around, so I ended up dropping, and then when she was like, oh, we're back at, uh, well, I picked her up at Huddle House. She was like, oh, we're back at Huddle House? And I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and drop you off at your car. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Okay, I thought we were going back to your place. Nah, not this time. <laughs> I was like, oh, we'll get in touch with you. I'll holler at you. I'll be back in town next weekend. No. No. <laughs> she got on my nerve. We had nothing in common. Yeah. Like, and that's the big deal. Like, yeah. Especially when you when you roll the dice of, uh, what if I knock her up? Oh, yeah. Then, oh. <laughs> and then I'm saddled with this bitch. Oh, God. She probably just was like, oh, look, an older guy. Wow, look, here's something to cross off my bucket list of fucks. Yeah, get out of yeah. here. So I, went, I went back to Cougar Mills after that. Hey. I knew that was a reason I liked that brand. You're a very comforting woman. You can't complain, you know. <laughs> Whoops. All right. So uh, we're going to watch Guns N' Roses, Not In This Lifetime Selects. Uh, look it up on YouTube. It's Mexico City and Houston. Watch along if you feel inclined. Uh, we're probably going to get some ads because uh, my ad system uh, did not do as it's enough of a hassle with all of these ads that look like they're going to pop up for me and Chris to stay synced up together, nonetheless, mm-hmm. much less uh, keep you guys synced up also. And for that, we fucking apologize, but there's nothing we can do about it, so... Uh, watch it on your own time. Watch it with us. Just watch it. Who cares? Let's see what we got going on here. In three. Oh, you got it loaded up? Yeah, I got it loaded up. Count it okay. down, baby. Three, two, one, play. Famous logo. Somebody can 3D render us a uh, logo like that. That'd be great. Absolutely. Get you a shout out. Yeah. Like, we've got a new. A new logo. Why am I not getting any sound? Oh. Just-
this sounds like the front of Attitude. Yeah, it's the one time he didn't play Attitude, probably. Uh, I gotta admit, I'd be a little more, I'd be a little disappointed. I'm a Misfits fan, though. So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Fortis just looks so out of place. Fortis just chilling. He's like, listen, like my shirt's half off. It's gonna come off in another five songs or so. Then all the chicks are gonna want to, like, you know, like, uh, like eat his ass or something. Because he's like a dude <laughs> who's like fifty and has like a six pack and like forty seven tattoos. Look at me, just having fun, man. It's hard to believe Fortis isn't British. Yeah. Isn't he from the same state where you are? Yeah. He doesn't live that far from me. Alright, so can we egg his house then? Do what? Can we egg his house? (laughs) (laughs) Go away, Fortis. We're trying to watch Guns N' Roses. And Slash is wearing a No Flex Given shirt because... If his Demeter didn't say it, his shirt definitely does. Well, it's got to. And if his demeanor or his shirt didn't say it, his Instagram account surely does. No, his Instagram account would be like someone like him, like 69ing, uh, I don't know, a female boa constrictor <laughs> or something. Uh, Honestly, yeah, there's some, there's there's some definitely the uh, interesting recent slash Instagram posts. Hang on, if I look it up here real quick. Sure, you're not on your school computer when you look at (laughs) Instagram. Yeah, there's some weird ones. It's like, oh, it's a butterfly, but it's like a a chick with the wings and some tits. Like, oh, God. Of course it is. Let's see how we can sexualize another insect. This dude literally. Here's a grasshopper with tits. Yeah. Oh my god, it's just like, oh wow, there is a vagina. How does he not get taken off of this shit? <laughs> he doesn't slash. Nobody else would get away with that shit. That's true. I mean, maybe Axel could. If you were, like, on Instagram. Axel's not gonna have an Instagram. We barely get him to tweet. Oh, he's been pretty active this year, I can't complain. Yeah, this is more than usual. Yeah. I was going to say, he's become now like a full-blown SJW, so. Axel. We got Cripple Axel. Oh, here we go. Oh, we got Throne Axel. One of my favorite songs ever. It's It's a good tune, like, recording, but I think it's even better live. Oh yeah, especially when Sebastian's around. Oh man, from the the new GNR days. Yeah. He only did it once, like on this tour with Sebastian. That was like one of the Vegas shows, I think. Which kind of sucks. Does Sebastian live out there? Uh, I don't know. He lives in the States somewhere. But not in Vegas, whatever. I guess he just came because I was like one of the very first like of the reunion shows. I love how he's got his cowboy hat on the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny to me. Little shit yeah. like that that humanizes Axel. Yeah. 
There's like so a box of Kleenexes on the side there. Notice. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tell you something else I never noticed. Yeah, so I in case got some like skinny if, legs. If, if like someone starts throwing bottles at him, he's like, "Fuck you! I'm just gonna jerk off on all of you." <laughs> Drink <laughs> this, bitch. <laughs> you see, Beta running out trying to cover it up. <laughs> Look how skinny his legs are. I never noticed that before. Yeah, so Axel's basically like an upper body bitch then. Hey, you could be a professional wrestler. That's totally an upper body business. Look at Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but like Axel, I don't think has ever done leg day. Well, neither is Brock Lesnar. <laughs> that was one of the things they told me. It was like, if you're going to be a wrestler, don't fuck with leg day. Yeah. Well, Brock Lesnar's leg day consists of him plowing the fuck out of Sable, so that's a good trade-off. <laughs> that's cardio. Even Brock Lesnar's got a cougar meal. Yeah. Think about that. Next time you watch that porn of 18-year-old girls and shit, think about that. Brock Lesnar, most powerful man in the world, physically. Mm-hmm. He got him a cougar meal. Oh, you just stole someone else's wife and then said, I'm marrying you, lady. <laughs> oh, well, fuck it. It was Mark Marrow. Who cares? <laughs> I want one of those jackets. That is a cool jacket. Looks like, um... The friggin' the dude from... You ever watch Ready to Rumble? Oh, yeah. Um, it's like Titus uh, Sinclair. Sinclair. Sinclair, yeah. <laughs> and with the cowboy hat and all. Yes! <laughs> Bro, that needs to be like a Photoshop. Just put Axel's face on Titus Sinclair. I will rule you! <laughs> what was it, it Sal Gavinelli? Uh, oh, who? Played uh, Titus Sinclair. I think it was like Joe Pantoliano. No, what was his name? The Sal something. Sal Sal. Where did I come up with Sal Gambinelli? I don't oh, know. Oh, Sal Gambini, the the trainer. The yeah, Gambini. Gambini. There we yeah. go. I had to skip an ad, so we're not synced up anymore. Oh, well, they just started coma. Yeah. So right now, a... I'm at seven oh five, seven oh six, seven oh seven. There, I'm at 7.12, so... Alright, now it's just at 7.12. I'm at 7.16 now, shit. Oh, it's a great shirt Slash has got. Okay, what are you at right now? 7.25. Okay. There, you should be at 30. 31. 34. Okay, good, we're synced up again. There we go. I hate this song. It's a miracle. He can walk. (laughs) Only took two songs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's a beast, man. (laughs) He can walk, but he lost his voice. Wouldn't it be some shit if Axel gets old and then he's in a wheelchair and then he starts keeps going but then he like uh sounds like he did in 92 again oh my god 
But instead of running across the stage, she like uh, like wheels herself across. Yeah. <laughs> like this. <laughs> like Jimmy from Degrassi. <laughs> this one's so long. I just they have, don't like, think you could break long ass songs. Yeah. Uh, this is probably my least favorite of the GNR song. Like, even my world, I can find something comedic about it because yeah. of how bad it is. Yeah, that's alright. Is it a song I'm going to listen to, like, all the time? No. Here and there, maybe. I feel like it's long for the sake of being long. Yeah, kind of. But, like, it's cool they brought it back. I mean... And it's cool for somebody. Somebody. Yeah. There you go. There's Slash's uh, shirt. We get it, Slash. You eat pussy. <laughs> Used to. Used. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? He's still got a hot ass girlfriend. He definitely eats poon. Well, he's got money for that now. <laughs> like you don't have to do that when you've got money. You crazy? Yeah, but he's supposed to. You think he mows his yard too? While he's at <laughs> no, that definitely. Like... You think he does his own laundry too? While he's at? Hell no. We don't do none of that shit. He got people for that. <laughs> Fortis. <laughs> he got Fortis. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Crack myself up. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no, the screen went black. Did it be like footage not found? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> footage corrupted. <laughs> Imagine. Steve Brazil took it down while we were watching it. <laughs> I said, too many people watch this, we must remove. <laughs> Wouldn't want the band to get popular again. You notice in all the backstage photos and shit, you never see them hanging out with like Frank or Fortis. It's always like just Axel Slash and Duff. And like you never see like them, yeah. <laughs> but you never see them like laughing over a joke that Frank told or anything like that. Oh, I got an ad. Skip it. Who puts an ad in the middle of a goddamn song? YouTube. Get your shit together. <clears throat> what are you at now? Uh. 1150, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55. Are you 57, 8? 1201. Yeah, 12. Okay, we're close enough. Yeah. I'll say it's got some cool graphics to it on the stage. Oh, definitely. You know, the the flatlining and everything. 
Anyway, what I was saying was, you never see a photo of the of like Axel Duff and Slash like cracking up over a joke that Frank has told or something. There was one with Axel and Slash where they're like hanging in the stands before a show and they're like laughing and shit. That one like circulates a lot. Yeah, but what I'm saying is Frank and Ford never make any of these photos. Uh, maybe they haven't been released yet. Who knows? Long abandoned. Probably. <laughs> well, I, I know I abandoned it years ago. $30 a month to be in a fan club. It took them two years to send me my uh, uh, my first uh, welcome package when I first joined Night Train. Yeah, I did it for like one year and I was like, oh, I got, I got the shirt. I was like, the only good thing I got was a lanyard. Yeah, the thing that made sense, though, is that um, I got... Um, I used to buy tickets all the time. Like, I went to mm-hmm. so many shows that I saved money by being on there. And that way I got that night train VIP and didn't have to get there at 7 in the morning anymore. Mm-hmm. I could show up a couple hours before the doors and... Do you imagine how annoying Slash would be if he'd have picked up Banjo instead? <laughs> you still find a way to do a half hour a Banjo solo <laughs> in the middle of a fucking show. <laughs> Redneck Slash. <laughs> Might be a character on our Stone. show in the future. Stoner slash, and I was redneck slash. <laughs> we'll let them have a fight. Home dearly dog. Howdy, my name's Slash. And then he says politically incorrect things. <laughs> and we have to hang up on. That's a good thing. Oh yeah, we should. He just spouts off like conspiracy theories about 5G and Bill Gates. No, we've got another character that's going to do that in season two. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, since you taste of it. I zoned out. What were we doing? Oh, yeah. We're watching Locomotive. Coma, coma. That's... Yeah. I mean, this may put me in a coma soon. <laughs> yeah, I zoned out a long time ago on this one. I'm still thinking about Fortis. Just think, Fortis. I could have went and had a cigarette. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm still thinking about Fortis doing the laundry. <laughs> and mowing the yard. <laughs> <laughs> Fortis, don't (laughs) separate the whites and the colors. God damn it. Oh, now. We're getting into redneck slash territory now. Oh, I'm talking about the clothing, damn it. (laughs) Oh, 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 okay. okay. (laughs) That's why he's probably like, who's. Hang on. I got an ad. I'm going to thumbs down that ad. Finally, a Chinam song. Oh, and now I got a second ad. 
Well, back to Mexico. Okay, so what are you at? What time uh, stamp are you at? 1620. 1625, 26, Okay, we're saying that. 1630. Oh, man. This song is a tragedy. It is. It's... it's beautiful yet so like soul crushing it's so it's it's been ruined live really i don't know it was good like after like post tried him look man it goes and it goes and uh, yeah it was until slash came back because it's got this like gut-wrenching guitar solo that the whole song builds up to mm-hmm and like you, you, you anticipate that guitar solo the whole time, and then Slash comes up with this bullshit. And so, like, here you are, you're in the zone for this I love, and then Slash just pumps the fucking brakes on it. You'll see what I mean here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Which I don't really like. Maybe by the time this I love comes up in the in the lottery, and we do the comparison. Mm-hmm. By that point, maybe you know this. It'll be enough episodes in between that I won't be rehashing it. But that's one of the things I've been saving to talk about for the "This I Love" episode. Mm-hmm. But it just makes me furious. Yeah, this is like another like Robin Fink sort of like lead song, like better in a way. Like Fink does. I'm yeah. pretty sure he did the solo for "This I Love," and that was just, like freaking Chef's Kiss, man. Yeah, why can't... Alright, here we go. I'm going to crank it up a little bit. You'll hear what I mean in a second. Yeah. See what I mean? It's okay, but it's not the same. It pumps the brakes on the whole thing for me. Why don't they just let Fortis fucking play these solos? I know, right? Yeah. Or just play it the way it fucking goes, dude. Yeah. Like when everybody else came in and they were playing Night Train and they were playing fucking Welcome to the Jungle and then they played your solos, they played them the way they fucking go. I mean, mostly. I mean, Buckhead did some improvisational kind of things like on Night Train. He did some really kick-ass solos is, on that song. Yeah, that's different. That's that's different. He still stepped, stepped within the same, within the boundaries of the mm-hmm. Night Train solo. This is something completely different. Slash just pulled out of his ass. And if it were better, great. But it's not. It's shit. Why are you still playing it? Like, did you not hear everybody boo the first time you did it? Like, (laughs) I did. Pisses me off because I love this song so much. Mm -hmm. And I love Slash. 
But he ruins this fucking solo. Melissa Reese. I like just like the, the, the piano camera here. It's like on Dizzy Reed's hands. Yeah. It's like you you know it's Dizzy Reed, but like we're just gonna throw hands on there. Could be anyone. Yeah. Could be like Liberace in a guest piano spot for Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Is he alive? <laughs> no, I think he's dead. R.I.P. I don't know. Much like Elton John just comes out of nowhere and just starts just playing freaking Estranged. <laughs> Hey, that'd be cool. They did November Rain with Elton John, like on a video awards show or something. Yeah, but then Axel was playing too, so you it did it kind of that kind of sullied it for me. That would be like I've, the best thing to go like to like a dueling pianos bar, and it's like Axel Rose versus Elton John. Yeah. Dueling pianos, I'd oh, pay damn. money. For that. They've given me another ad. Oh, holy shit! You're in, you're in spammed here. I know, right? This is horse shit. All right, so we're about to do out to get me. What are you at? Twenty-one thirty-four. Okay. Thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, right. forty. Synced up again. All right. Yeah, I saw a clip of this one, like where he, like, had the rasp and shit. So I was like, all right, this is good. What's on his shirt? Is that a cat? It's a cat, like, going, like, double akimbo pistols. <laughs> I That's want that shirt. that shirt. I want that shirt. <laughs> Man, Melissa's so cute. She's a great addition to the band. Better than, you know, drunk-ass Chris Pittman. <laughs> I don't know. Pittman's still my boy. I still love him. I do, but like, he kind of, like, screwed himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... But at the same time, if you're not paying him, I can see his point of view, too, if he's not getting paid. Yeah, there we go. We got a mic toss. <laughs> this is probably my least favorite song on Appetite. Really? I don't mind this one. It's, it's, it's tied between this and Sweet Child. Well, yeah, well, Sweet Child, we've heard like a trillion times, so I understand why for sure. I mean, I still like the song, hmm. don't get me wrong. I don't know, maybe you're crazy. I've never been like crazy about that song. Yeah, that was probably, I would say, it's one of mine. Stay away from the fucking what? Popo. Oh, <laughs> Axel used to uh, used to close the show uh, a lot of times when he'd say, "Everybody be safe, good night, and stay the fuck away from the fucking popo." <laughs> so I guess Axel was basically saying to defund the police for four years ago too. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> more like eight. <laughs> <laughs> You notice Axel's got the appetite cross on his uh, on his uh, right yeah. arm. Yeah. And then Slash has the velvet revolver. Chick, chick on his. Yeah. Yeah. And then Duff has loaded on his. Mm-hmm. And then Fortis has that. 
<laughs> Fortress has like seventy four across the chest. There's like a like a Chinese symbol for like love on like his like heart or something. I don't know. I don't know what his tattoos are. I will tell you a Fortis joke that came along one time. We told a guy in the lines like, you know he draws those on, right? <laughs> and uh, it wasn't long after that, Fortis did an interview and somebody said, tell us something nobody knows about you. He says, I draw my tattoos on every day. <laughs> and I was like, ah! Oh, there's a close with Axel's dick. I'll pass on that every time. <laughs> This is a fucking kick-ass performance, I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a very good performance. Is something going to explode? No, I was going to say. No, I do that for the big songs. Why did they get rid of Pyro? No, they still had some in here. Ah, fuck. Hang on. Got another ad. Okay, where are you at? 25, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35. It's bad we've got that down to a science now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving all of that in the edit. So YouTube can hear how frustrated I am. Do I have another ad coming? Yes, I still have one more coming. Oh, god damn it. They're going to play one like right at the end. Yes. Bitches. I know where it comes in because I watch this. It's like right before the good part in November rain. I do like the the graphic with the rose petals and shit. Mm-hmm. I was watching uh, with my ex-wife. I don't remember what show it was, but a show that had just come out. It was either the Vegas show when the DVD released or it was that um, last Rio show one of the two and they mm-hmm. got to November rain and they was listening to it and I was and then like it got to the end there right bef- when it stops for a second before the intense part comes up at the end and I said no what you gonna get him a sip of water and then he takes his cup <laughs> are we sure it's, it's like, water in that cup I don't know man it's tea I believe I think he's sipping, like, friggin' cough syrup or something in there. Who knows? <laughs> Could be. That's a good idea. We should try that. <laughs> I did that at a wrestling show once. I came to work sick, and I was the ring announcer. Oh, jeez. So I had to be, uh, but it was a TV appearance, and I couldn't, I didn't need to lose the money, because at the time, I was doing this for a living. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Everybody gave me all this shit about how I was doped up on because I stopped the show. That was the mm-hmm. night I stopped the show because the ring fell apart and the ring crew wouldn't fix it during commercial break. Mm-hmm. And there was a board sticking up. And if somebody would have bumped on that, it would have broke their fucking back. Yeah. So I threw a big fit. And I was like, no, we're not coming back from commercial. We weren't live. We were taped. So I was like, no. Mm-hmm. And they kept counting me down. And so I got on the mic and said, no, God damn it. We're not coming back. You're going to get somebody out here fix this fucking ring before one of my friends get hurt. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, then the ring crew all flooded out when I called them out on the mic. So I got fired that night. Nice. Uh, for for about three weeks, I got fired. <laughs> uh, a, a quick hiatus. Because <laughs> everybody said I was drunk on cough syrup. I was drinking Dayquil. Yeah. 
You show me how you can get fucked up on Dayquil. And I'll start getting fucked up on Dayquil. I was going to say, ask a little Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> a little Dayquil. Yeah. I mix Dayquil and vodka. Dayquil and cocaine. Yeah, you can't go uppers and downers. You got to go uppers and uppers. Mm-hmm. Like a real man. <laughs> it was funny during this time when, like, Axel had the throne or whatever. And, like, how he tried to, like, get off and go on to this, the freaking piano seat. Took a good 20 minutes. I noticed they cut that out. Such a great song. It's a fucking masterpiece, this song. Oh, yeah. This is their magma. Magnum opus, is that the word? Yeah. I'm sure I said that wrong. Just the whole like illusions trilogy, like like don't cry, this and estranged. Beautiful. Yeah. Great videos too. Oh yeah. <laughs> you remember when they were younger and I Slash would stand on the piano? Yeah. I mean, he still does here and there, but like... Oh, does? Yeah, he ain't gonna do that every night. He'll yeah. break a hip. Definitely. Then the osteoporosis kicks in. <laughs> it looks like AEW. Where's the tunnels? This, yeah. <laughs> this, this the angle, does it kind of not look like it a little bit with the... The lighting, yes, because like the colors of the lighting and stuff, for sure. But yeah, I've still never watched AEW. I watched five minutes of it because you guys told me last week, uh, either during the show or after the show. Yeah, I think when uh, Matt Manzala was on, we were talking about it for a bit. Yeah, and uh, about that I could get on the TNT app, mm-hmm. and it didn't work because I don't have a cable subscription. Oh shit! Well, they just. So- um... On their YouTube, they just uh, released uh, their uh, All Out from last year, like the pay-per-view from last year, in part two parts. Oh, okay. And I was there live last year. It was fucking amazing, that thing. Oh, uh, did you see you in the crowd? Maybe. You may see me. I don't know. It's going to be hard. I do have, like, videos seen... of, like, I took and stuff. And just, like, me, like, going fucking crazy. It was amazing. Yeah. I showed you my WrestleMania appearance. Oh, no. I got to see Show me that. I'll show you after the show one day. Even Rick's in it, but like all you can see is like the top of his head. <laughs> and then you just see me smiling. <laughs> like I have no idea the camera's on me, and I'm just going. <laughs> like an idiot. Smiling ear to ear. That was quick. You didn't wait a few seconds for that. I tried to skip my commercial. (laughs) Melissa looks like a chick sitting in her bedroom with her headphones on listening to Guns N' Roses, and this is the fantasy she's having. 
Oh yeah, she's loving it. <laughs> Doesn't that look like what's going on? It's like a movie. Like, like she's playing her keyboard. She's got her headphones on. She's listening to Guns N' Roses, and this is like what's happening in her mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd make a great movie. All I could think about now, every time it cuts back to that shot of Slash with Melissa in the background. Yeah, that's why they keep coming back. It's like, you know, we have to focus on Axel Slash and Duff. They're the only ones that matter. Yeah. And then I'm expecting at any time a beer truck to drive through that stage and spray Vince McMahon with... <laughs> It's a beer bash. <laughs> they shouldn't do that for fucking like night train. So Cole comes out and just like rises. fucking stunners everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs> and then somehow they like miraculously no sell it and play the encore. I want to sing a little song. <laughs> Kumbaya, my lord. <laughs> I forgot about that. Or The Rock comes out to perform to The Rock concert. <laughs> I was disappointed they didn't put the camera on Axel more during this piano section here. Yeah. Why not? He looks fine here. 2016 Axel looked great. Sounded good, too. Yeah. Guys, this next segment is brought to you by Honey. Honey is a browser extension that automatically finds and applies the best coupons anywhere on the internet. And there certainly is a lot to love about that. And as a matter of fact, so many people love it. It's got over 100,000 five-star reviews. So click the link in the description right now to add the hunting extension to your browser to unlock deals and start saving today. All right, here we go. There ain't nothing going on. It's already pretty funky right from the get-go. It's pretty good, man. Okay, we're going to take a pause on it for a second. This is from the 1999 album Ride On. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done a couple from Ride On by now, I believe. This is the third song I think we've done from this because we did California and uh, Here Comes the Rain. Oh, okay. So there's a third song from this album. It's probably the most reviewed Izzy Stradlin album we've done so far. Yeah, it's weird how that works out. Um, I'm trying to get the lyrics pulled up here so I can read them. I keep Caputo on both uh, of my monitors, and then like I'll be over here looking at you and talking to you and forget we're not making eye contact. Yeah, you just can't <laughs> get enough of me. This is what it is. I know. <laughs> I know. My girlfriend's the same way. It's all good. 
<laughs> What's his name? Uh, <laughs> uh, there ain't nothing going on out in Needles. There ain't nothing going on. That's where I go. That's why I go. Reminds me of Mississippi when I go home to Mississippi. All right, let's get back into it. Mm-hmm. And I go. And that's why we have a motorcycle picture for the cover. Nice. Courtesy of Roxana Fernandez. Yeah, you got it, right? Two sh- oh, fuck. Did I forget to do her shout out? No, we did. Oh. <laughs> we <Okay>. got it. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Totally. All right. Back into the game. I'm really digging this one so far. It's got a good vibe. I can't complain. I can see me riding down the road listening to this on a road trip. Definitely. It's good road trip music. Oh, yeah. Okay, Izzy. So is it so complicated or are there no complications? Ooh, you quit sending me so many mixed signals. <laughs> For some pills. Oh. Holy shit, he spoke Spanish? Yeah. This guy think he was Drake. Yeah. And then I said, "Ask gas." Yeah, he's telling the story. Then I said, "Ask gas or grass," because nobody rides for free. But me. Oh, down in needles. (laughs) (laughs) What were you saying? Oh, you said ask gas or gas, and no one rides for free. And then I said, "But me." (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll be 
and Sturgis. <laughs> Except COVID. <laughs> and a fucking Fozzie concert. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Needles by Izzy Stradlin is our song of the day. And now we have scratched another one off the list. So <clears throat> with that, Caputo, you go first. What did you think about this song? Um, like the first half of it's good. But then like after like, it's just like, are you like the last like minute, two minutes, you're just rambling on about some dude in Mexico. I'm just like, <laughs> like kind of just like, took me out of it just because the lyrics just sound so like fucking dumb it's like me singing a story about like something about me in the shower or something it's just like there so random and, like, in front of me at the grocery store literally it's just like they this is like, some bread and a banana and something else so you're singing about nothing going on except this is going on about you like giving some dude 20 bucks to get a bus or something like, well, he's got to show that he's uh, a caring individual. That's the point, man. And, and and he actually speaks a little bit of Spanish, so yes, Jesse Stradlin is bilingual, confirmed. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, with that said, I'm going to give it a two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Yeah, because it was good at first. Like instrumentally, it's good. Like a lot yeah. of people in the comments, what was like on this YouTube video, I was looking at it was like, oh, uh, he's it's like Bob Dylan singing Rolling Stones, I'm like, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, I can see that. Definitely. Um, I did enjoy it, too. I'm going to go uh, three and a half. Okay. Uh, I liked it. I didn't mind the storytelling aspect of it. Like you said, it does kind of take it to a weird place, but at least it took it somewhere. Yeah. And it, like, it wasn't just like, if we know anything about an Izzy song, this could have very easily just been, ain't nothing going on. Down in needles. Times 14. <laughs> yeah, times 14. <laughs> so uh, I try to be extra good when he's uh, doing something. I, and I like the song. Uh, it'll go in my playlist and I'll listen to it again. Yeah, Maybe after I'll a few listening. listens, probably go for me too. I mean, instrumentally, it's great. I can't complain. It's just like the second half there kind of, I don't know, for me personally, kind of took me out of the song. Just like, uh, like what? <laughs> oh, well, to each his own. Uh, we can't agree all the time completely. Oh, for this sure, yeah. be a boring-ass podcast. Yeah. Um, I did tell, uh, I did say I would read some, uh, on the Izzy Stradlin Fan Appreciation Group, back in April on the 27th, they talked about this song. They have a uh, weekly, I think weekly, discussion where they randomly draw an Izzy song and then they discuss it. So I th thought I would read a couple of their comments on needles. And, mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, let's do that. So the first one I'm going to read comes from, I hope I'm saying her name right. It's either Carlene or Charlene. Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, no, I have to look at this post. Hang on. Okay, I didn't know if you... Oh, yeah, you were just in the group today because I am. Yes, I am, <laughs> I am there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she says, who can resist Izzy's line in Spanish of the song? I'm betting Izzy knows a fair bit of Spanish after spending time in Mexico and in Spain, not to mention all of those years of living in California. Didn't he do some time in Miami, too? So, 
Probably, I think. I don't know. And then in the comments of that post, uh, uh, <clears throat> Francisco says that uh, the translation is my, t- my town is in Mexico. So, yeah. Yeah. And then Fran, uh, Francisco also said uh, later on in the thread that he says, well, I think it would be nice to get lost in the middle of nowhere only to be found and helped by Izzy Stradlin himself. <laughs> yeah oh my god is he strapped sighting? shit I'll be I know, man. to find him <laughs> well you've heard my story about it and yeah it's pretty breathtaking mm-hmm. like his um what do you call it glow the aura, aura. yeah just like Jesus <laughs> it was it was white <laughs> I swear to god I saw it and it was white <laughs> I swear to God, man. I remember that as vividly as I remember like what we're like what happened two seconds ago in this conversation. All jokes aside, I know I have a shitty memory, so that's not really adding so much. much credibility to my story, but that I remember vividly. Uh let's see. Oh, Bucket of Trouble covered this. So, guys, go check that out. Our friends Bucket of Trouble did. And uh, let's see. Roxana, who I've already given a shout-out once, but we'll give her a third shout-out. She says, I love the song. And as many would say, and as many say, I would also like to know that town in which, uh, and and, I guess she means and which hotel Izzy would stay, uh, what kind of hotel it would be. It would probably be a little nothing hotel. Hotel California. He probably knows somebody there. Yeah, he probably knows like some weird people who own like Motel Sixes randomly across the like the the states. I don't think he'd stay in a motel. I think he knows somebody and probably crashes at their house. Yeah. Oh, we hope so. I don't know. I mean, just but then again, does Izzy ever leave his house? Fuck no. (laughs) Well, actually, yes. I don't believe Izzy's ever home. I think that's why he's so hard to find. I mean, not during COVID. Yeah. So instead of Where's Waldo, we should have a thing, a series of books called Where's Izzy Stradlin? (laughs) And why the fuck is he not reuniting with Guns N' Roses? That's an an idea. They released that children's book of Sweet Child of Mine. Why not a Where's Izzy book? (laughs) Where's the other bandmates? (laughs) All right. You want to spin the wheel? Yeah. Let's see what we're going to do for the season finale next week. Oh, this is a big one. Hang on. We got to hit it just right. We got to hit it just right. Yeah. It's the last one. Okay. Are you feeling it yet? Are you feeling it? Tell me when you feel it. Tell me when you feel it, Chris. Tell me when you feel it. Hit it. One of our most important ones ever. Come on, Will. Izzy ran by Izzy Stradlin. Oh, okay. Wow. Another Izzy song for the season finale next right. week. It's going to be Baby Ran, and uh, I hope I hope it's worth our finale. I hope it's not Baby Ran, Baby Ran, Baby Ran, Baby Ran, Baby Ran, Baby Ran. Hey, well, if anything, at least we have uh, the bonus show coming up on Wednesday, so... Ah, this is true, so... So, Be sure to tune in and keep your uh, keep your eyes open for Ghost 
Yeah. It's Wednesday. And uh, go ahead and vote on the next uh, bonus show, Concert Watch Along. On Twitter? Is it on Twitter? It's going to be on our Twitter, yes. Yeah. And uh, let's see, what else? Uh, the season finale is next week. Woo! We've almost done an entire year of shows for you, ladies and gentlemen. And now it's all come to a head. We've had a great time. And I can't wait to bring our season one to a conclusion next week. No, most shows take a break between seasons. Not us. Bitch, we're we like just, wrestling. No breaks. Yeah, we just keep right on going. No and, off season. Uh, uh, no unions. We're independent contractors here. So Yeah. Well, I'm in a union, but not Chris. Not yet. <laughs> I'm in a single man union. <laughs> Which works out pretty well. I mean, like, the boss has to meet all my demands because I'm the boss. So, uh, we just can't get the money figured out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where you come in. So, go join Audible today and get a free try. <laughs> Help us get paid. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me Ghost is going to be completely commercial free, by the way, because this is a show that is just for you. So, yeah. Ooh. So uh, don't forget Wednesday's show will be presented completely commercial free. There will not be a GN extra to go with it, but uh, it's going to be free. It's going to be just for you guys for doing what we asked you to. And uh, man, we can't wait for for the big finale and everything. So uh, speaking of which, head over to GN extra where you can join us as we continue our conversation where we just kind of sit around and bullshit for uh, 15 minutes. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. See what happens. But until next week for the grand finale of the epic first season of the Guns and Radio podcast, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you next week for the finale. Peace. <laughs>